0: Today, on episode 350 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, a bunch of computer don'ts things you should not do and why. Welcome to another episode of the computer tutor tips tricks and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk and now here is your computer tutor scott johnson good morning and welcome back to the computer tutor podcast i am your personal computer tutor scott johnson And you know, on this podcast, I like to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And today's a good example of what this podcast is all about. Just regular, practical, computer-related tips that everyone should be aware of. And in case you're new to the show and you didn't know this, my primary business is computer repair. I've been doing that for 21 years now. I replace crashed hard drives. I do data recovery. I set up backups. I speed up slow computers, all that stuff. And I do these things for clients all over the country. So if you need help with your computer, just give me a call, 727-254-9078, or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's tip can be seen at my website, if you go to computertutorflorida.com forward slash 350. So let's get started. A lot of computer tips you find on the internet will commonly tell you things you should do. The things you're supposed to do to make sure your computer runs properly, like you should always do a backup or you should restart your computer every couple of days. Now, those things are good, of course, but today I'm going to turn that whole thing upside down. I'm going to shake up the entire IT industry with this podcast episode. You know, I expect when this week in tech podcaster Leo Laporte hears us, he's probably going to want to contact me and see if I'll be his co-host on a new show. Not interested, Leo, so don't bother calling me. Today, I'm not going to instruct you on what you should do. What I'm talking about today is what you should not do in connection with using your Windows computer. First up, don't have Chrome store your passwords or whatever browser you might be using. If you log into a website or an online account and that little thing pops up and offers to save that password, click on never or click on don't ask again. Having your browser store your passwords is the least secure and most dangerous way to keep track of them. It also happens to be the most convenient way to do it, which is why a lot of people do it. And a lot of people end up regretting it too. Don't do it. Here's another one. When you get a portable drive to do the backup for your computer, don't use the backup software that came with that drive. I never use the software that's provided by like Western Digital or Seagate or whoever manufactured that backup drive. The one I have used and recommended for years is Macrium Reflect. It does a great job. You just have to have it properly configured. If you need help with that, call me. It only needs to be set up once. And here's an easy one when a scammer calls you on the phone, don't talk to them. Just hang up. As soon as they say they're calling from Microsoft, don't say anything. Don't brag about how you've already figured out it's a scam. And don't try to have some fun and waste their time. Just hang up the phone. And here's why. These guys are professionals at what they do. You know, they sit in a room with 100 other scammers, all in their little cubicles, calling up gullible Americans to steal your money. Anything you have to say, they've heard it before, many times, and they know one thing. The longer they can keep you on the phone, the better their chances for actually tricking you into doing something. If you just hang up, you've lowered their odds of success to 0%. Just take that as a win. And here's a good one. When you see some kind of alert or error message come up on your computer and there's a phone number and it's telling you to call right away, don't call it. It's a scam, especially if you're also hearing a robotic voice telling you, don't turn off your computer or don't restart your computer. Guess what the solution is to that problem? Restarting the computer. And here's one that's a little more inconvenient. Don't open email attachments. That's my policy. I just don't open email attachments. Now, there is one and only one exception to that policy. If I'm expecting that email already and I already know what the attached file is, otherwise, if you send me an email with an attachment, it's just going to get deleted. It's really amazing these days, even though a lot of people know that an email attachment can contain a virus. It's still one of the most common ways to infect a computer because people keep opening them. Well, how about this one? Don't search Google for a tech support phone number. And you know why? Because scammers have created lots and lots of websites that are designed to look exactly like Dell tech support or HP printer support. And they design those websites to come up specifically in Google searches. But when you call them, you're not talking to Dell or HP. You're talking to a scammer. So don't use Google to find those phone numbers. Okay, we've just got a couple more. Don't do your online banking when you're connected to a public Wi-Fi signal. So if you're at Starbucks and you remember, oh, I forgot to pay that bill that was due today, don't jump on your bank account to do it. Wait until you get home where your internet connection isn't the public one that's shared by 20 or 30 people who you don't know. And finally, don't use the same password, or a slight variation of it, on multiple accounts. This is actually something that most people already know is dangerous, but they just do it anyway. The problem is, if a hacker gets into one of your accounts, now he's going to try that same password in your PayPal account or your online investment account, or your email account? Why would you want to make it easy for a hacker to completely screw up your life? Yes, I know it's inconvenient to have a different password for every account, but it's only difficult if you have to try to remember all of them. You don't have to, though. Just use LastPass. That's what I use. It's at LastPass.com, and I can set that up for you, too, if you want. And Leo Laporte, I was just kidding. You can call me if you want to. 727-386-9468. And on my other podcast right now, I have a story that is definitely not a happy one, but it is really interesting. Michael Churton is an adventure filmmaker, and he was at Mount Everest Base Camp when a huge earthquake happened in 2015. And he was right in the path of the avalanche that was triggered immediately afterward. He survived, of course, but not all of the others with him did. It was the deadliest day in Mount Everest history. You can hear Michael tell me that whole story on my other podcast called What Was That Like? And you can listen to it on any podcast app or at the website at whatwasthatlike.com slash 55. And here is my only request of you today. Whenever you buy something on Amazon, please use this link, which is my affiliate link, computertutorflorida.com slash shop. And I know a lot of you do already. Whatever you buy is the exact same price anyway. But by going through that link, it means Amazon will kick me over a little referral feed just for sending you there. So that's how you support the show. And it doesn't even take any money out of your budget. And of course, I always love to hear from you. You can email me at pctutor at gmail.com, or you can call my podcast voicemail line, 727-386-9468. And you can leave a recorded message there anytime, day or night. And that includes you, Leo Laporte, if you want to leave a message. And that'll do it for this episode. But I'll be right back here in two weeks with another computer tip. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless. I thought my mom was priceless, but the Antiques Roadshow told me otherwise.